0: You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. It's a hit of pod with Nikki Glaser. How's it going? My voice sounds extra sultry and raspy today. I gotta, if I do say so myself, just woke up from a nap and um, didn't go over well in this house. Um, I have a Taylor Swift dance party coming up tonight and my mom um, is like freaking out that the house doesn't look good for it. I don't think she... Realizes that we're not taping an episode of Cribs, that people not be seeing every single room. It's, we're doing it in the living room. Strung some lights up. Um, I am going to make a Taylor Swift sign. I'm going to, um, I don't really know what's going to happen tonight with this little party I'm throwing on Zoom. I'm trying to be very low pressure. People only paid $5. They're going to get as much as $5 of entertainment Should you should get from that. Um But we're going to have fun. We're going to sing and dance. I'm in the mood to do it. I was really tired earlier and um, not feeling like it. And there's nothing worse than when you plan a party and you don't even feel like going to your own party. So I took a nap because I knew that, like, I would feel – I don't know. When I get out of naps, I feel like, oh, it's day – day like, the day starts again. It's like day part two. And I'm just like, I can start over. I can have a fresh outlook. I can wake up on the right side of bed. Um, And that is what I did – and, um, and then my parents started arguing as they were, you know, moving furniture and hanging lights. And then I said I had to go do a podcast. And my mom's like, you didn't tell me you had to do a podcast. And I'm like, well, wh- what do you need me to do right now? And she's like, I thought you would care about this. And I'm like, do you want me to just watch you hang lights? Like, I don't, you won't let me hang the lights. What should I be doing right now? Well, you got to make a sign. Um, yeah, it's going to take me 15 minutes at most. We, we have two hours. She goes, N- what time is it? You have two hours? I don't think, not anymore, you have two hours. And I go, it's 6.05, it starts at 8. She goes, I go, do you want me to be one fifty five? I have one hour and 55 minutes. I just, I have time to do a 15-minute podcast. I have to do a 15-minute podcast. Um, what's the issue here? But we got through it. Everyone's going to be in a good mood at the end of it. Um, I just think she wanted me to thank her, which I did, but also was so annoyed that I just, didn't want to either because I knew it would be like, it's fine, it's fine. It does look cool though. She hung all these like really cool lights and um, it looks festive. She saw Anya Marina's, um, Anya Marina posted what it looks like at at her house to prepare for the Taylor Swift dance party and uh, there's like a disco ball and like cool lighting and we just don't have that here at the Glazer household and you got to make do with what you have. That's what quarantine style, you know, you don't put too much pressure on yourself yes you could go out and buy that thing that would make it but you don't get to you don't get to buy things and if we all have to do creative stuff at home there's going to be new things that emerge and the bar's lowered is what I'm saying Mm. and thank god it is um yeah I don't even like I'm not worried about what I'm wearing tonight there's hundreds of people coming probably a lot of I'm assuming a lot of people just, like, watching and judging me. But if you pay $5 to come in and watch and judge, come on in. Uh, come on in. Yeah, I'm just going to be, like, lip syncing to Taylor Swift at my computer. I mean, I really think that's what this is going to be. And that's totally fine with me. Like, I'm totally good with, with that if you guys are. I think you should be. Um, What else can I tell you? Um, Oh, that's cool. My computer is not charging. Oh, there it is. You guys don't care. What does it matter? Um, sorry I was talking about something technical as I was doing this. I've I've already had a long day. I did Nick Viles' podcast. Um, it's going to be out I think on Monday or Tuesday. It's going to be out Tuesday. Yeah. Um, his show Vile Files. Um, we talked about this new show called Listen to Your Heart that I got a, um, an early screening for. It's pretty much Bachelor meets... Um, American Idol so they have like all these like hot singles who are really good musicians and they all they're trying to like have them all find love because there's nothing better than being in love and also getting to do a duet and all they talked about this whole time is like um, how the best case scenario is like you could be the movie a star is born like that could be your life and they're all like that movie's fucking dope dude you nailed it Chris Harrison that's what I want for my life and it's like did you guys see the end of that movie? Um, because maybe it's not what you want, but they, he just names all of these couples that like great musical couples and duos. And it's like Sonny and Cher and it's like, oh, well, they didn't really turn out that great. And it's like Joni Mitchell and T- James Taylor. Um, they didn't really last. They're like Paul Simon, Edie Brickell, And it's like, mm, neither did they. And it's not that I don't think relationships need to last forever in order to be successful. But I mean, for what the point they were trying to make, I just don't think they did their research. But anyway, there's all these young hot kids, but some of them are just like not hot and just weird. But all the girls are hot, clearly, because like you don't even bother being a singer songwriter unless you're fucking hot. So all the girls are like hot. Uh, The guys are fine, but it's really worth watching. It's called Listen to Your Heart. And I know I'm going to be watching every week. It really is good. And then you should listen to my podcast with Nick Vile because, um, It's just, it was funny. Our analysis of it is, like, hilarious. Uh, So I did that today. It's my Saturday, and I woke up and did that. Um, I also did a meditation class with my dad, um, Bob uh, Roth, from um, the David Litch Foundation, who does transcendental meditation. He, like, did a refresher course for people who have already been trained in TM, and I listened to that with my dad. And um, then we meditated for 10 minutes, so that was wholesome as fuck. Um... What else can I tell you? Yeah, it's been a busy afternoon. Um, it's starting to sink in that like there's been a couple snipes about things from my mom that I don't appreciate. You know when like you're living with your parents and they don't tell you how they really feel in the moment, so they like hold up these resentments. Like I'm just waiting for her to um, snap at me in a way that will like unleash everything she's been harboring against me. Like if I'm, guess I already told my therapist this, but like. And I don't blame her. This is just the way things happen. When you're not able to like let the gas out, like here and there, the balloon's gonna fucking pop. That's not the right thing, but it's all gonna come out at the same time, and the balloon's gonna fly around the room. Like you've seen a balloon do that. If you don't like ease it out ever so slightly, it's just gonna get out of hand. So that's what happens. Like, you, and I think this is in all relationships. I don't tend to do this because I think it's really like um, such a dirty way to fight and be a person. And I'm not saying that my mom's a dirty person, but like she just doesn't know how to handle her emotions. So like instead of being like, Hey Nick, um, can we talk about you cleaning your room sometime? Because it's uh, kind of a tornado in there and it makes me feel bad. Cause this is my house and that's still a part of my house, even though you live in it. And I would like to know that it looks nice. And I would like to know that my daughter cares about the space around her. She could say that, but instead she doesn't. And then I'll like, I'll yell like I'll she will make some this is how it will erupt like she'll make me dinner which is so nice and she always makes me dinner I'm always very appreciative of it like so much so like I have the best parents complaining is ridiculous but this is how it will come out so then she'll like she'll maybe like do something a different way than if I do it and she like likes to cook for me because it gives her a sense of purpose like she she doesn't mind doing it and when I cook, I, like, know exactly the way I want it done. And so, like, she'll she'll cut something away. I'm like, oh, I like those julienned when she cut them in, like, blocks. You know, something like that. And I'll be like, it's fine. But usually I like it the other way. Next time. She'll be like, you know what? I just, uh, fine. You do, Then you should have told me. You know, like, it'll turn into that. And I'll be like, no, Mom, it's fine. And then, you know, maybe it'll get burnt or something. And then it'll be like, I'll say something like, well, next Next time I'll just make it, and she'll be like, you know what, you know, then it will come, then all these things will come out. That's, like, kind of how people fight in my house, is, like, all the things they're mad at you about will come out in this, like, storm, um, that you're like, I didn't even know it was gonna start raining, and now I'm, it's a downpour, and also, these are all things I already feel bad about, about myself, and I didn't even know you realized them, um, that's the worst thing is when you think you're getting away with behavior and then someone like goes like, and you know what? It's weird when you do this. And you're like, oh, God, it is weird when I do that. You're right. So, I mean, all any gripes that my parents have about me are completely confounded. I am not an ideal person to live with. Um, I'm being a lot more respectful than I was when I lived here when I was 25. I'll tell you that. Um, am I as respectful as if I lived with a roommate? No. Because um, they're my parents, and I can fart in front of them, and I can clog toilets and not care. Like, I can be just disgusting. Um, but am I better than I was at 25? Uh, hell yeah. Like, I – I, and I'm not, like, hiding my behaviors as much now. Like, yeah, I eat late at night. I have, like, a weird eating disorder issue. My parents kind of know it. I'm just, like – and they used to – oh, my God, that was the one that used to, like, fucking f- explode in my face. One time when I was living here, when I was, man, I used to just like binge and I would, I would throw up too. In 2009, I was like kind of bulimic and, um, yeah, you know how I remember is if I was bulimic or not, like a time in my life. I'm like, do I remember what the toilet bowl looked like at that place I lived? (laughs) Because if you asked me the past two apartments I lived in, I wouldn't be able to tell you what the toilet bowl like really looks like. I don't clean it. Like I have a housekeeper. Um, it just but when i was vomiting um i knew what toilet bowls looked like or can i picture throwing up at that toilet bowl or i mean i guess that goes for when i was like hungover a lot too but anyway i used to just like binge like so bad i used to like go out into my parents kitchen after they had gone to bed and just like eat all the food and like eat weird food and then you try to like cover up that you didn't eat certain food so you like remake it like just absurd things but I remember one night my mom caught me, like, really digging into this, like, casserole that was, like, days old. It was cold. Like, it, you know, when you're just eating like that, the people who I'm talking to that eat like that, it, you're, it's just mindless. You're not, like, enjoying it. So there's no enjoyment. And she was just like, what are you doing? She was all bleary-eyed because it was, like, 3 in the morning. And I'm, like, stuffing my face with this, like, thing I don't even like. Like, she's like, you don't even like that. And I'm like, I know. It was, like, when I got caught for shoplifting and – um the girl that looked through my bag to see what I had shoplifted. She goes, what? This is ugly. Like this shirt sucks. And I'm like, I know I would never wear that. I just want it. Just gets me high. So anyway, I don't even know how I got off on this tangent, but, um, oh, you know what? I wanted to answer this like viewer mail that I just got. So this, I'll close with this. Um, this is, was supposed, was probably going to take me longer than, um, I wanted to spend longer on this, this closing thing than I'm going to be able to, but let's just get into it. Um, this is to a girl who wrote me on, um, Instagram like two hours ago. She said, I know you don't know me, but I listen to your podcast religiously and I admire you and value your opinions. I don't have a relationship with my own sister and feel like friends are burdened by my sadness. My boyfriend of three years just broke up with me and I am in complete agony. I I was unhealth unhealthily wrapped up in him and the relationship was my entire identity. I always hear single people talk about how awful it is to be single and date. I can't help but feel like a relationship with him, even though it was, it might not have been healthy, but still better than being alone. I just want to die right now. He lives far away from me, so I can't even go see him in these times. Not that he will let me. I feel completely insane. Have you ever been in a breakup that made you want to stop living? How does a person go on? I'm already incredibly anxious as is it, as is. How do you stop your suicidal thoughts? I truly am scared. I will do something just to avoid this pain another day. Okay, well, that's if you really think you're going to do something, you just need to like call one of those hotlines. They're not going to send police to your place. Just fucking talk to someone that is qualified in talking you off the ledge. I have never been there where I've been like, I'm going to do something. But if you are there, and I hope that if I ever get there someday, God willing, I won't. Because it's terrible, and i st- and but listen, anyone could. You're not wrong for being there, but just know that you're not thinking in the right headspace right now, and do the right thing, which is you trust me and fucking call someone. It's the cool thing to do. It's the right thing to do, and that's what they're there for. They're not gonna judge you if you call suicide hotline. They're not gonna be like, you're suicidal. What? It's like, yeah, that's the idea of this. You should be. They, they're, they're used to talking to crazy people, not crazy people, but like lonely, fucking sad you know, uh, moody people. So don't think you're going to alarm them or, you know, just like, just protect yourself. And guess what? If the cops do show up, they should like, right. You need to protect yourself. So let me just say that first bitch. And by bitch, I mean that very lovingly. Here's the other thing. I don't know how old you are, but I'm guessing you're, I hope you're young. If you're not young, you just haven't experienced this before, but yes, yes, I have. I've begged a man to love me one time. My boyfriend was breaking up with me. I had no control. That's the thing I sense from this is that you have no control. He, You would go see him. He doesn't want you to see him. He doesn't want to get back together. He broke up with you. There's nothing you can do. And it's like you want to just – your skin feels like it wants to turn inside out. You just like are so uncomfortable. You're looking for anything to just like make yourself feel better. And, um, and the only thing that feels better is you're like thinking like I just want to die. And it's just like – It's just going to take time. And guess what? Like, you don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you. It's just the way it is. And there will be other people. It's everyone has felt this way. Everyone in the history of women, every single woman listening to this has felt that desperate. And if you haven't, you're fucking lucky. Like, being heartbroken is the worst feeling in the whole world. And even reading this makes me go like, oh, I don't even want to get involved with someone because I don't want to, like open myself up to that again man i was begging this guy i remember crying like please i was i was like and i was having the darkest thoughts too i was like thinking like oh my god i hope someone i love dies so that he has to reach out to me and like feel like and, and like come to the funeral with me like i remember thinking that like legit crazy thoughts so i get where you're coming from um i don't think you should feel bad burdening your friends but listen if they're not there for you they're you, there are people to talk to There's free counseling There's a lot of help out there right now Just Google it um, I think listening to podcasts about breakups There's a great one by This American Life Called Breakups That I would steer you towards um, There's there's lots of resources But um, writing to me it's, Sorry my dog is As I'm like letting my dog off my lap um, Talk to people who love you I swear to God, I promise you with every fiber of my being that you will, if you live on, which you will, you will get to a place where you will be glad that this guy rejected you. You will be literally happy it happened. And I know that sounds crazy, but there is not one thing that has ever happened in my life that has been so devastating that I'm not glad it happened. Truly not one thing yet. Um, And that's not true for everything. I'm sure there's things that people go, yeah, I wish that never would have happened. But for me... I always gain something very valuable. Listen to this. I'm having a Taylor Swift dance party night. If that bitch never got sad and got dumped by a guy and felt this way that you feel, my favorite music wouldn't exist. So much, many of your favorite music and TV shows and everything wouldn't exist. Use this heartache to propel you and know that it's going to make you a more interesting person down the road. You can get through this. Everyone, it, I know this is a very specific feeling, but everyone has felt it before. You're going to get through it. It is not death. It is not, it is not death. Like, it's not the end of your world. This guy is probably not that great, to be honest with you. He probably sucks. Like, it just just is true. It's not, and you might suck. You might really suck. But there's someone who's going to love the version, your suckiness. And by your little avatar, you look like a beautiful, beautiful girl. And it makes me sad that you're crying. Not that ugly girls should be the only ones crying, but like, don't worry, don't worry, even if you never find anyone again. And by the way, the whole thing about single people talk about how they're so miserable and it's like, no, no, it's not that bad. I've been single for three years. My last three years have been awesome. Yes, boys make me upset. Yes, sometimes I get lonely, but I love my life. You don't need a guy. You don't need anyone. You don't even need me telling you this, but I hope it helps. Guys, I have to go. This is an extra long version today. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Girl, I hope you feel better. Um, See you tonight at Taylor Swift Dance Party, possibly. I doubt this is going to get out before then, but um, that is only my fault. Thank you for listening. I'll see you tomorrow on the podcast. Squirt, squirt, uh, ugly. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.